0: chapter 14 of the rover boys on land and sea by arthur m Winfield. this librivox recording is in the public domain reading by macpherrard chapter 14 settling down on the island what's wrong lad a snake it has wound itself around my legs you don't say gasped captain jerry and then leapt down to the hollow. well by gosh take that ye beast that was a blow aimed at the reptile's head with the sailor's stick old jerry's aim was both swift and true and the head of the reptile received a blow which knocked out one eye and bruised its fang but the body wound itself around dick tighter than ever fortunately the youth had not lost his wits completely and as the neck of the reptile came up he grasped it in his hand with the strongest grip he could command cut it cut its head off he panted get your pocket knife at once captain jerry dropped his stick and pulled out his jack-knife a big affair such as many old sailors carry one pull opened the main blade and then old jerry started in to do as dick had suggested it was no easy job and the body of the snake squirmed and whipped in every direction lashing each on the neck and the cheek but the head came off at last and then they left the body where it fell and leaped out of the way of further danger a close shave lad said the old sailor as he, as he peered around for more snags i-i should say-say it wa was panted dick he was deadly pale i-i thought it would strangle me sure if it had got round your neck that is what would have happened reckon as how we had better get out of this neighborhood eh yes yes let us go at once and dick started off once more after that both were very careful where they stepped and kept their eyes wide open for any new danger which might arise so they went on until they came in sight of the seashore we had better say nothing about the snake said the eldest rover it will only scare the girls to death no lad you are wrong we must warn them of danger otherwise they may run into it headlong all of the others were glad to have them back and plied them with questions so there are seven islands said tom well as there are seven of us that is one island apiece i don't think we need complain and his jolly manner made all laugh when jerry told the story about the snake dora set up a scream oh dick if it had really strangled you she gasped You must be very, very careful in the future. Yes, and you must be careful too, Dora, he answered. There's a nice beach right around the edge of the island, said old Jerry. So when we want to visit the other islands, we can walk around on the sand. That is better than climbing the hill. But the beach doesn't run to the other islands, does it? asked Sam. No, but we can carry our rowboat around with us to that bay between the islands there the water is smooth enough for anybody to row in the six islands are shaped exactly like a ring said dick and this island is the big stone on top as the island is uninhabited i suppose we'll have to settle down and build ourselves huts or something came from nelly to be sure we'll be regular robinson Crusoes," answered tom why i can tell you it will be jolly When we get used to it where will we build our huts asked sam we can build them here if we wish replied dick but i rather favor the side fronting the other islands yes that's the best side said captain jerry if we build here a strong storm may knock our huts flat that side is more sheltered and consequently safer besides there is more fruit there and i'm sure better fishing in the bay and that's what counts, too. Of course it counts, since we must live on fruits, fish, and what birds and animals we managed to knock over, said Tom. The boys had been fairly successful in hunting and fishing, having knocked over half a dozen birds and caught four fair-sized fish. Everything had been done to a turn over the campfire, and Dick and old Jerry did full justice to what was set before them on some dried palm leaves Nellie had found their coffee they drank out of some coconut shells. They had no forks, but used sharp sticks instead and the knives the boys carried in their pockets. The weather continued fine, and that night the moon shone as brightly as ever. The boys took a stroll on the beach to talk over their plans. "'I am sorry to say there is no telling how long we may have to stay here,' said Dick. "'It may be a day, a week, or for years.' "'Oh, some ship!' "'is bound to pick us up some day,' returned Tom. "'And if we can find enough to live on in the meantime, "'what is the use of complaining? "'I am glad my life was spared.' "'So am I, Tom. "'I would like to know what became of Dan Baxter,' put in Sam. "'Can it be possible that all of the rest perished?' "'Certainly it is possible, Sam. "'You know what a time we had of it.' "'It is an awful death to die,' "'in the midst of the ocean.' "'And the youngest rover shuddered. "'I agree with you,' said Tom, "'but I am more sorry for Captain Blossom "'than for Baxter.' "'The wrecking of the ship was the fault of the mate. "'He was drunk,' said Dick. "'The man at the wheel was doing what was right "'until Jack Lesher came along.' "'Well, I guess the mate went down with the rest.' "'Look,' cried Sam, pointing to sea, "'I see something dark on the water.' all gazed in the direction he pointed out and made out a mass of wreckage they watched it steadily until the breakers cast it almost at their feet some wreckage from the ship cried dick on examination see here is the name on some of the woodwork i reckon the vessel went to pieces on the rocks the wreckage consisted mainly of broken spars and cordage but there were also some boxes which on being opened proved to contain provisions "'It's not such a bad find, after all,' said Tom. "'I hope some more comes ashore.' "'But though they waited the best part of the night, nothing more came to view. "'In the morning the boys felt tired, and they did not rouse up until nearly noon. "'They found old Jerry at the beach, inspecting the wreckage. "'The ropes may come in handy,' he said, "'but the wood is of small account, since we have all we want already to hand.' It was decided to remain at the beach for the next day, to look for more wreckage, but none came in, and then they started in a body to skirt the shore around to the South Bay, as old Jerry called it. At first they thought to carry the boat around, but concluded to come back for that later. It was a journey full of interest, for the sandy beach was dotted with many strange and beautiful seashells, and just back of the sand was the rich tropical growth already mentioned the woods were full of monkeys and birds and once tom thought he caught sight of some goats or deer they reached an ideal spot fronting the little bay a little before noon and then the girls were glad enough to sit down in the shade and rest the bay was full of fish and before long they had caught three of the finny tribe fruit was also to be had in plenty and a spring of fresh water gushed from the rocks of the hill behind them this is certainly a beautiful place murmured dora as she gazed around were it not for the folks at home worrying about us i could spend quite some time here and enjoy it well as our situation cannot be helped let us make the best of it said dick cheerfully there is no use in being downhearted when we ought to be glad that we were saved close to the rocks they found several trees growing in something of two circles and they decided that these trees should form the corner posts of a double house or cabin if we had an axe we might cut down some wood but as it is we will have to use strong vines and cover the huts with palm leaves said captain jerry the boys were soon at work cutting the vines and gathering the palm leaves and the girls assisted as well as they were able in fastening up the vine ropes and binding in the leaves it was slow work yet by nightfall one half of the house was complete and the other had the roof covered now if rain comes we can keep fairly dry said tom it rained the very next day and they were glad enough to crowd into the completed part while the rain came down in torrents when the worst of the downpour was over the wind arose and it kept blowing fiercely all of the afternoon and the night "'We can be thankful we are sheltered by the hill,' said Sam. "'Were we on the other side of the island, "'the wind would knock the hut flat and drench us in no time.' "'The storm kept all awake until early morning, "'and when it went down, they were glad to sink to rest. "'All slept soundly, and it was not until ten o'clock "'when the sun was struggling through the clouds "'that Tom arose to find the others still slumbering. "'I'll let them sleep,' he said to himself they needed and there was no need for them to get up stretching himself he walked quietly from the hut and down to the beach his first thought was to try to collect some wood more or less dry and start a fire gazing across the bay to one of the other islands he saw a sight which filled him with astonishment there on the beach of the island lay the wreck of the golden wave End of chapter fourteen